Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan show. I want to talk about something that's really important to me, and that's the family. Um, and it's one of the most important things to me is family. And it should be to everybody. I mentioned it the other night when we were talking to our expert on positive thinking. And I believe, and that's just my belief, you don't have to agree with it, that to have a family, you should be married. Now, you don't have to agree with me on that, by the way. I know there are many people who are a family who are not married. And I don't, I don't want to disregard your family or disrespect your family if you're not married. That's your decision. But that's just my belief. I think marriage is important. But there's been a slump in the number of younger people in England, Wales and Ireland getting married and it sparked fresh calls to protect the rights of those not legally registered or, and, or should I say, those not le- in legally registered partnerships. Amid a continuing decline in marriage figures from 2021, census in the UK and here in Ireland, they've seen the biggest fall uh, come among 25 to 35-year-olds, 1.2 million more people unmarried in that age bracket in the UK than there were in 2011. In Ireland, the last census shows less people getting married in 2019, most recent available data. Cyprus had the highest crude, unadjusted marriage rate <coughs> Pardon me, um, uh, of the EU 27 member states, with a rate of 8.9% per thousand population. Italy had the lowest rates of 3.1 marriages per thousand population. In 2019, Ireland had a marriage rate of 4.1 per thousand of population and was ranked 18th in comparison to 2020, which saw us drop more than half the 2019 rate to 1.9 per thousand population. Wow. So we have halved the amount of people who are bothering to get married in the space of a very short time. Now, there is an argument COVID may have had something to do with that as well, but that doesn't account for this year and the end of last year. COVID had nothing to do with that. You would imagine that people who were meant to get married during COVID would have put it off and did it at the end of last year or this year. They wouldn't have waited two years. In all, there were 16,717 opposite-sex marriages last year, 15% less than in 2019, and there were 500 same-sex marriages. Same-sex marriages have dropped as well, by the way, but that's to be expected because, of course, when we legalised same-sex marriage, the figure was really high because there were so many people, you know, guys and girls who wanted to get married together but couldn't up to that point and obviously rushed out to do it, and then the figures would have come back down and stabilised. The marriage rate per thousand of population was just 3.4 in 2021. Marriage rates have consistently declined in the last few decades. The average age at which couples get married is going up and up and up. In 2021, it stood at 37.4 for men, 35.4 for women. I don't know why they put the point four in. Is that like four months? No, it's not. Anyway, but now it's uh, 34.6 and 32.5. Oh, sorry, based on 2011 figures, which was 34.6 and 32.5, respectively, in 2011. If we go right back to the 1980s, people were getting married at 21 years of age. If we go back, right back to the 1950s, people were getting married at 17 and 18 years of age. Now it's 37 and 35. So you can see what's happening here. People are not, they're waiting longer to get married. Hence then they decide, why bother? Uh, religious ceremonies continue to decline as well, by the way, in case you think that's important. Uh, they account for 50% of all weddings in 2021. So uh, only 50% of weddings, and it's probably a little bit less now, are religious ceremonies. But that's to be expected as well. And that's not a big deal, by the way. It doesn't matter whether you get married in a religious ceremony or a civil ceremony. It's still marriage, isn't it? Um, I suppose what I'm trying to say is, does it matter if you're married? 
Legally, it does, by the way, can I point out. Legally, you are still safer and more protected within a marriage if one person abandons the other, et cetera, et cetera. Divorce is a bit more difficult, obviously, if you're married or somebody can only get divorced if you're married. But if you're not married, you have a thing called redress, which is not as surefire and not as safe, particularly, you know, you could end up losing out on that. So marriage does give safety when it comes to property, when it comes to everything gets split 50-50, essentially, when at least it should eventually once the children are over the age of 23. At the latest, some judges will say 18. Depends on what sort of judge you have. So here's the question. Is the concept of marriage outdated? Or is it still important? And if it is important, is it important for children to know that mom and dad are getting are married, they're a couple, rather than just boyfriend and girlfriend or partners? Is that important? Because you often hear people getting married for the sake of their children. So the kids don't have a double barrel name. Or, you know, dad isn't dropping kid off to school and the kid has a different name to his father and the other kids are going, oh, I wonder where that, his name is Murphy, his dad's name is O'Reilly, I wonder where that is. Anyway, is it important for the children? So is marriage important? I had a conversation about this about two weeks ago, and I was really intrigued by some of the answers and the way we've changed our attitudes. Let me know what you think. Is marriage important? The number, as usual, 87 188 Let me go to Colm. Colm, hi, how are you? Hi, how's the farm? Good, Colm. Uh, yeah, it's such a, what a night it is out there. I'm looking out the window there. I'm glad I'm on this side yeah, of the glass. It's how's it? How are you? How's the flu? Is the flu gone? Huh? The witch? Is the flu gone? Oh, well, now, well, here's the thing, right? I had to ring the doctor and get another course of antibiotics because it's not. Now, the worst of it is gone, but I still have a blocked nose, a bit of a runny nose, and I still have a bit of a cough. And it's two and a yeah, half, three, nearly three weeks later. Seems similar to me, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe so, it's an invisible COVID that we're not being told about now. Well, so I was on 50 milligram. I did a 50 milligram course of antibiotics. So he's now going to put me on the 100 milligram ones just in case. Although he does, yeah. he does think that maybe it could be a case that I just got another cold while I had a cold, if you know what I mean. Yeah, maybe it's a nice way of saying you have COVID, but you can't discover it. <laughs> no, I, and say, what am I, I, my, my wife also has a cold now as well. She's dying with a cold as well. Oh, so God. she just happened to have one COVID test in the press and she tests herself for the crack. She doesn't have COVID. So clearly it's yeah. not, so clearly it's not, I don't have COVID either. The same thing happened in my house as well. Yeah. Oh my god! All up in the heat. Yeah. Once, anyway, once one get. Yeah. Once one person gets it, everybody gets it. That's just the way it is. The whole house, the whole house it passes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the joys of being a human being. Anyway, Colm. The joys of family. Yeah, absolutely. And family is <laughs> important. So, is marriage important? Um, I think it is. If, if you're in love with a person, definitely. Mm. But like it seems to be a dying thing, doesn't it? When it you think about it, it does, it. and I don't know why. I don't know why it's I'm, declining. I I come from a small family. Like my my mum and dad have a brother and a sister. My sister is married, and my brother is married, and I'm the piggy in the middle. I'm I'm not married, but I have three kids. I mm. should be married. I feel like I should be married. And he, how long are you with her? How long are you with her? I'm broke. Broke up from. My oh, yo, you're, you're broke up from her. Oh no, no what I'm yeah. talking about is that people are together. Do you understand what I mean? People who yeah, tend people to live together. together and, you know, I think when you live together, you're practically married anyway. But, so, a, but is it the same? Is it the same living with somebody and not being married? No, you said it's, it's it's true saying about when you you live with someone to learn learn how they are and learn yeah. you know, learn their ways and things like that. But like. 
years ago, if you were going with a person, you know, and you got pregnant, you were basically forced up there because... Yeah, shotgun wedding. Yeah. yeah, basically, shotgun yeah. wedding. Then it went through from, from that to, like, the breakdown of capitalism and then people were kind of like, ah, it's kind of a, a church thing. It's so... It's religious. We don't really have to. It's not we live in sin, you know, and everything. Everything is making a crack of it. Now. But what you said at the start of it, there, with the social media and things, that has a lot to do with marriage, especially modern marriage, because there's too much temptation, especially now, like a fellow like me, because I'm such a good-looking, handsome bloke. Yeah, I know that. Really. <laughs> I, 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 that's things, my. The, they're know. my new pronouns. I identify no, as I, handsome. Going to my Facebook, I was getting so many hits. I'm not even missing that. Seriously. <laughs> it's gotten ridiculous. There's girls there I don't even know and they're sending me notes. You know? <laughs> like, if, you were married, if you were a married man, seriously, if you were a married man and some girl decides to send you a note and your wife looks at your phone, they go, oh, she's gone, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not she wouldn't be very happy, would she? And, and not understandably. Yeah. Seriously. Like, I do music as a, as a living. Like, you, you spoke about doing DJ in places that are So shows that you've done in life. I've said, Jesus, I've, I've been in the same places and done kind of similar mm. things. Like, so you do have a lot of attraction from women when you're involved in that. In the entertainment industry, yes, in of course. In the entertainment industry, especially when you're as handsome as us now, you know. Ah, well, but, um, we can't help it, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, um, when that does happen, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. Like when, as a musician, when girls are screaming, like, and they don't even know you, like, they're screaming your name, and your at the time she was my fancy. Yes, I'm with they're grinding, they're heating, they're going, like looking at you, going, oh, 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 when I get to home, I'm really thinking, this is part of what, so yeah, this is part of the job. Like, if you don't understand this, this is, like, if you were going to get married, it's certainly not going to work out. So, I know, you You know what, you're right. I, I know so many people, when I was DJing in the yeah. nightclubs, in that industry, but you've got so many every people. No, every, every, but every but every marriage I knew, all my mates, their other marriages broke up. Yeah, it's a fact. Mm. It's a fact. Because you, even though, I'm saying this from experience as well, DJing as well, I've done DJing. Even though you're DJing and you're going home to say your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, so she's like still going to accuse you of you were with someone and you mm. probably busy after hate you you weren't interested in any female there at all. You just wanted to get your money and get home. You know? But mm. still in the back of that woman's mind, every time you go and do a gig, especially if she goes to a gig with you and experiences you know, like the, the craziness of some, you know. Yeah, because part of the job of being, you know, in a band and being a DJ is the women yeah. are quite flirtatious, let's just say. Yeah. Yeah, and you're kind of, and you have to be nice to them and polite and, you know. and Yeah, and you, you had that part of the business. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember I was doing a gig one night, Jesus, going back about few years ago, and um, two girls started killing each other from the crowd of me, and I was like, I don't know these girls. Next thing, my girl, after I finished the gig, I got a smack. <laughs> but she, a said, smack. she said, who are they? Yeah. No, like, I don't know who these people are. Like, this, this is crazy. Yeah, they're stuff. just fans, like. They're just fans. Yeah. Oh, wait, but Colin, we got off on a tangent. Getting back to getting married. Do you think 
you know, people who live together rather than get married, do you think it makes a difference if they're married? Does it make it more of a commitment no, if you're married? No, I don't think so. I think um, cohabiting is more um, common now than marriage, I think. Well, Definitely. it's certainly becoming more common, yeah. Yeah. It's it's very common. It's very common where I'm from. But um, marriage, I think, is a thing that I'd have loved to have been. I definitely would have loved to have been married. But I love being. I only got married last November. And Did you? Yeah. And oh, congratulations. Oh, thanks for watching this. <laughs> but but I love being married. I you know I I I much prefer to call Karen my wife rather my than wife. call my partner or my girlfriend. I'm sure I'm yeah, sixty. She's not. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like yeah. those kind of names didn't did they didn't, didn't feel right to me. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you know we love each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So she's my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd like to say that's my wife. Yeah, that's my wife. Yeah, mm. I'd like that. Yeah, I can see that point. But like, if if I had the opportunities, you know, to go back and and change things, and I would like that marriage. Like I would have liked that. Yeah, okay. Well, well, hang on for a second. Let me just go to Tina. Tina, hi. How are you? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh damn Jesus what's, what's wrong with oh, you, Tina? Goodness. Are you giving out because we both said we were handsome? Is that what it is? Lads, <laughs> I'm not giving out at all. I am absolutely nothing but 100% entertained by both of you right now. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I'm on another planet. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's the most entertaining few minutes that I have listened to. Now, before I get into it, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Now, Niall, you have sex. I'm all, now, okay. my son is 11 today. And my son... Stunningly beautiful daughter is going to be 33 tomorrow. Okay. So would you mind wishing them both a happy birthday, please? What, what's, it, what, what's their names again? Tracy and Patrick. Well, Tracy, 33. I'm afraid it's all downhill. I'm sorry, gravity. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. And also... And and to the eleven year old. Oh, wait, well, I'm forgetting his name again. Sorry, what's Patrick? Patrick. Patrick. Sorry, Colin, you should be doing the show. Patrick, happy <laughs> birthday, Patrick! You shouldn't be listening to this show. It's an adult show. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, we're not talking about anything adult at the moment. Yes, it's okay. Okay, all right. Okay, Tina. Okay, Tina. As far as we, uh, uh, happy birthday, by the way, once again uh, to both of them. Oh, by the thank way, thank you so much. Nile. Yeah, I, I remember when I was thirty three. I started thinking, Jesus, I'm nearly halfway through my life. Anyway, sorry. I remember when I was thirty three. I won't even get into it. It'll be all expletives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because things start to get a little bit saggy in and around then, don't they? Yeah. I mm. know uh, I had two children by the time I was 18 they got saggy a lot quicker than that <laughs> but I never let it define me now yeah, don't, don't, don't let the sagginess define you no no either so hello yeah so tina marriage getting back to marriage in itself right, right. and not and let's not focus too much on the fact that me and colin are handsome people uh marriage itself uh, i met you on o'connell street excuse me I oh you did you... in monroe's in galway at the 80s party night ah thank you very I much i grabbed you by your shirt and kissed you no. that was my ah, thing there you go. right there. i remember it forever tina so how many years ago was that now, in fairness? Um, you were in Monroe's and Galway. Um, Monroe's ago. and Galway would have been about seven years ago, was it? There you go. Yeah. But no, was it, was it about seven I, years I, ago? I dressed up as Madonna. It was the best Oh, I re- Tina, I remember you. I remember yeah. you. I, yeah. 
do remember I you. remember you. So, <laughs> Tina. <laughs> Jesus Christ, where's the show going? Like it's not, this is meant to be a serious right? conversation <laughs> about marriage. <laughs> But it's not meant to be, you see. This is the whole point. This is where you're on a dawn slope already. Right. Oh, it's not meant to be. You already are knocking it without knowing it. What? Knocking what? Marriage. No, I love marriage. It's it's just so important, marriage. But no, it's not. No, it is. Well, tell me why it's not, Tina. Two people who genuinely love each other, who can meet themselves in the mind as well as the heart, will never. Nothing will get between them. Marriage is a big, scary religious word like COVID. Uh, what, when you get to this so-called marriage, right, that's the height. That's the end of the road, right? You've made that final journey together. Where is the next exciting step? Living together, that's being that's together, growing old together. They're the exciting And how bits. does marriage change that? Because here's the thing, how right? Does it make okay, a okay. Here's how it makes. I'm going to explain why it makes a difference, right? I think for people once they're married, I think the difference is it's a real commitment, not just a legal commitment, by the way, but a real commitment, a heartfelt commitment. That when you have your the odd Barney every now and again, and particularly if you don't have children, for example, and you have an odd Barney every now and again, it makes you think more about how important that person is to you because they're your wife or they're your husband, they're not just a girlfriend that you can go off and just get another one. It's not like that. Your wife is the only one. She's unique in the world. And she's your soulmate. She's everything. Because you get married, you think it's unique. Yes, I do, because I think when you've made that commitment... Do you not think maybe marriage takes the uniqueness out of it? No, not at all. See, Tina, you've been stung. This is what happened. Everybody's been stung. Don't now. No, well, no, but well. I don't let that define me either. Yeah, but look, I, I was divorced is, as well. I was married and divorced, and I'm married again now, and I'm very happily married. But what I'm saying is, you, sometimes. Would you, not, would you not have been happy if you didn't get married? We, we would have been happy, I've yeah. I've seen the look on your face, Niall. I've seen pictures of both of you. I can see the genuinity, the love. You boast about her all the time. It's amazing. The two of you get lovely. married. That had nothing to fucking do with it. Oh, no, it does, Tina. No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. It was it was a, a very special day. It was a very special moment. You, It solidifies yeah, everything between each other. And I, 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 I look, you were married for 16 years, and now you're happily divorced, and that's fine, all right? But you might you yeah. might find somebody or meet somebody again, and you think, this is the one, this is the person, this is the one I want to spend the rest of my life with. And I will, but I won't marry him. Okay, but that's, no but that's your choice. I know, but the point was, well, you rang me for my opinion. Yeah, and I, as yeah. I said, when I have an opinion, I'm sorry, I'm very strong-minded. Oh, no, that's fine, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's all good, but my point is, like, when two people genuinely love each other, okay, we'll use you as the perfect example. Okay. Marriage, okay. It, it makes no difference. You felt that way anyway. Absolutely. He's going to be the one that you're going to spend the rest of your life with anyway. But I make Marriage it, yeah, but, but you're both, but hang on, but you can make it, you can, you can, you can verbally just say to somebody, look, I want to spend the rest of my life with you and that's fine. But if you make a no. legal commitment to do that, you know, in the eyes of the state or if you're religious in the eyes of God, whatever you feel, whatever floats your boat, I mean, that means, I genuinely think it means more. 
Well, that's, that's what the debate was. Okay, yeah, no, no, and that is, and by the way, I accept your opinion too. So the problem is nowadays. No, but it is fading out, isn't it? It is, you're right. Less people well, are getting married. At least what I'm saying is right. Yeah. Because it does, maybe people are starting to wake up and realize that it doesn't matter. Why would I waste? 50 grand, 35 grand, 20 grand. Ah, you don't have, you don't have to spend, but you don't have to spend that kind of money on a wedding. All that, the most important two people in that wedding are you and your wife. You don't have to invite a hundred people, get a hotel, go off and do all that expense, because really it's only about the two of you. So if two people want to get married, all you need is two witnesses. You know what I mean? So, I I mean. And it's beautiful. And I promise you faithfully, Niall, that's everyone's dream. And then what happens is, and it does, this is only reality, you end up separating. If you're not married, you can talk about it, discuss it, walk away intact. But not, okay, but not everybody ends, let's be fair, not every marriage ends up in separation and divorce. Some do, some do. Part of it, when you're not married, you can walk away and maybe even be friends after the fact. But when you have to go through solicitors and courts and things like that, Ma'am. on the negative side... But Tina, if you're not married and you're living with somebody 20 years and you're living in a house together and you've got two kids, you'll still end up with solicitors and barristers. No. Well, you do. Technically, legally, no. Yeah, well, absolutely, because a wife is or a husband, whoever leaves, I don't know, is still entitled to take the other one to court for what they call redress. But this is my point. You still have property and assets together, so you're still entitled to go to court together. But leave all that aside, because that's the nasty part of the whole thing. Um, But Tina, can I... reality as well, this is why it's a cause of debate. Mm. Like, you and your missus adore each other. Yeah. As I do say, until... Now, read my lips, until you don't. None of us know what's down the road. That's my whole point. Well, see... Something, God forbid, and I mean it, something could go wrong with you too. Oh, no, absolutely. But I don't think like that because that's negative thinking. You you should never, the day you walk down the aisle thinking something could go wrong means that that's the day you should never get married. I'm about that. Yeah. I'm on about the point is that marriage cuts that word out. It doesn't matter because nobody knows what's down the road for any of us. But it's, it's always beautiful until it isn't. Or if it stays beautiful, that is amazing. Okay, well, stay there just for a second, Tina. Let me go to William. William, hi, how are you? Not too bad on yourself. Good. William, is marriage important? I think it is, yeah. Okay. Why? Um, well, like, my, my partner at the moment, uh, she doesn't, like, her her mother is, Fre- uh, is French. She came over from France and she wasn't too sure of confirmation, communion, blah, blah, blah. But, um, like, I'm I'm a Catholic family. My my family is Catholic. We've all them done. And I was trying to, I suppose, educate her a small bit on it. And my partner, obviously, as well. Um, now, financially, at the moment, it is impossible for us to get married. But we have two kids. We have our own place. I am working full-time. She's working part-time. You know, we're, we're doing our best, but we, it's just not affordable for us at the moment. When you, when you say not affordable, like a big wedding? Anything, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, it only, we, we, Well, here's the thing. It costs 350 quid to get married. Yeah, okay. Um, that's the, like, now the, re- the rest of it is all the material stuff around it, but the actual marriage yeah. itself to go to, you know, to register yourself as married and to get a solemnizer or whatever way you want to do it, or a, well, you'd have to pay a priest, I suppose, on top of that, too, if you want to go to a church. But it costs you 350 quid. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, like, uh, like ideally for us at the moment, we're, we're, we're our plan is to have a big wedding, that's what that's the way we want yeah. it, you know, we okay. want it to be a big thing. Mm, cause you a want, big celebration kind of a thing. Yeah, and invite the family and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, 
of course, yeah. And and is your how does your girlfriend feel about marriage? Is she, does she believe it's important too? Um, yeah, I think she believes it's more important than I do. I think she's like we're together five five years, nearly yeah. six. And okay. I, I think she's waiting for me to pop the question and stuff like that. But um, you haven't even popped the yeah. question yet, William. I haven't. No, like we're together five six years. Ah, two William. Kids, one's, I know, I'm slacking, I know. But yeah. well, he's on oil boiling, he's popped it now. <laughs> <laughs> William. Well, congratulations, my friend. Happy fucking day. You've just inadvertently proposed to your beautiful girlfriend on the Nile boiling show. Now you can't hire me. <laughs> We'd use that in the I'm promo. I'm for love, lads, but, I am. But William, I love okay, you, you don't really have to get married. I mean, married yet, but you, you could propose. Yeah, no, like, like the plan was to propose, but with, like, our circumstances at the moment, you know, like, I know what kind of a ring she wants, like, her okay. engagement ring, I know, kind of, yeah, okay. at the moment, it's just out of reach at the moment, you know. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. You know <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, set up I, a GoFundMe, please. <laughs> we're setting up a GoFundMe for William to get him engaged and married. Yeah, come on. Anyone listening in tonight? But okay, so here's the thing. You've got kids, you've got two kids. And Tina, this is what I'm going to say to you, right? And I'll come to Roshi in a second. But I, yeah. I think it's important for children as well. I think it brings stability to their lives to know that their mom and dad are a unity. They're married and oh, no. Yes, no, I, I don't. I don't want kids with. Well, I won't be having kids at my age, but I don't want kids with double barrel names. You know what I mean? You don't need a contract yeah. to love your family either. No, I'm not saying that, but it's just the awkwardness of it. And here's the thing, by the way: if you're not married, can I just a little word of warning to the guys out there? Dave told us the other night. The other night, this I didn't know this, right? If you're not married to your other half and you've got kids, and God forbid, if anything happened to your wife, the mother of the children. You then have to apply for guardianship of your own children. Yeah. Mm. There is legal complications if anything happens in relation to inheritance, in relation to guardianship. If anything happened to your to your wife, and let's say she died or whatever. Write a will. Well, well, no. In relation to guardianship, though she can't write a will, you're leaving the kids to you, even though you're your they're your children. You still have to apply for guardianship, as far as I know. No. So there's a whole, there's a whole league. Yes, absolutely, Tina. Because Dave was telling us the other night about it. I didn't know this. This can be a whole other interview. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying to you is, there's a lot of legal ramifications to not being married. And there's an awful lot more when you are. Well, that's the commitment you should be willing to make. Nile, this is why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> She's just mad, well, William. I'm, I'm... Yes. No, sorry, sorry. sorry. Sorry, Will- I love these debates. Yeah, I know. So do I. William, sorry, what are you trying to say there? Go ahead. They're fun. Like, that, that's why I reckon the, the marriage has kind of been, like, you know, you were saying how, like, the, the stats there about back a couple of years ago, the, the age that people were getting married at were, like, 17, 18, blah, blah, blah. I know that's a while back, but, like, I, I believe that if my kids are to watch us get married, that might, you know, enhance and loophole that going around because, like, I was... When my parents got married, I think it was nearly 11 or 12, you know, and after their day, I, I seen how much joy I brought the two of them, and, you know, I want my kids to experience that as well. Oh, I think everybody in Ireland should watch The Notebook, and then they'd realise that marriage doesn't matter, love We matters. just stop out of that. Anyone I've heard that watched The Notebook, they ended up crying for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stay, we'll stay there, both of you. Let me just go to Roisin. Roisin, hi, how are you? Well, how are you now? Good. Roisin, you think marriage is a kind of outdated concept? Yeah, oh, okay. um, I'm okay. married myself. I am married. Um, 
my parents were divorced, as you well know, Niall. Um, mm-hmm. And I still went ahead and got married, even though my mum didn't agree with it. Because, obviously, her eyes were open to it. But, nowadays, I generally think it's so overrated. It's an expensive party. All you're really gaining from it is a certificate and a, a new surname. And to be fair, when I got married, the main aim behind the marriage was for me to have the family name. I wanted the family name from when my daughter was born. And I broke my husband's heart. I wanted it and that was it. I gave him no choice, to be fair. But when I took it on, I then realised it didn't mean anything. It didn't change anything. I grieved changing my name. I grieved giving up my maiden name. Yeah. I now have gone back to some things and news that I haven't changed yet. My passport, I'm nearly six years married. Um, I changed on my driver's license because I happened to lose my wallet and my purse soon after we got married. So I said, here, while we were doing it, still in the honeymoon phase, I changed to my maiden name, or to my marriage name. But I found it very difficult to change over. And I just thought... Like, I know. And by the way, can I say that there's a lot of women nowadays, and I understand completely, don't change their name. You can still get married and not change yeah. your name. There's a lot of women do that. Um, yeah, and then of course it means your kids do have double barrel names. Then if you don't change your name legally, but well, I haven't given them double barrel names. They okay. took their father's name from the time they were born, and that was just the agreement we had. At the end of the day, he is their father. Yeah. There was no denying that. But I just feel nowadays. I know. I understand. I understand what you're saying. By the way, that makes me really sad that you grieved losing your name. Yeah, you know, I did. I found it very difficult to, trans- to transition to the family name that my kids have. I mean, that's when I got married, you know, I said to Karen, you know, you don't have to change your second name. She said, obviously, you had her married name from a previous marriage. But I said, you don't have to change your name. Now, she did, but she didn't have yeah. to. And and yeah. her name, by the way, is still her, her maiden name on things like her driver's license and passport and all that kind of stuff. And I don't, I, I, there's no hurry to change any of that. You know what I mean? That, but that's what she wanted to do. And some people want to do that. And that's fine. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. I don't think anybody should be pressured into doing it. By the way, I do know of guys who pressured their wives into changing their name. And that's yeah. wrong. And my husband didn't, to be quite honest about it. He really, really didn't. He was quite good that way. It was just I, from the day I had my child, I just wanted the family name because I thought it would have united us. But there was nothing to unite because we were a family unit anyway. And it didn't change anything. And I feel, now looking back at it, and I'll be honest about it, Niall, I wouldn't get married again. Mm. See, well then... Obviously, we feel different about it. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Karen to mm. bits before I married her. You know, I plan to spend the rest of my oh, life yeah. with her anyway. Like, look, you can still love a person, but Absolutely. you don't have to be married. No, you're, you're right. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be. I, oh. I just have a thing about marriage and the family and all this kind of thing. And I just think that marriage is something very important, you know, and the idea of the ring. And the ring, of course, is meant to be a unity. It's meant to be that, you know, that kind of infinite, infinite yeah. circle of life. Um, But I, I just think that... The commitment that you make when you marry somebody, I think it's I think it's just very honourable. You know what I mean? Now, it's not it the is. same. It's not the same for everybody, and that's fine. You know what I mean? It, like it made no difference to you about how you felt about your partner, and that's fine. No, you know what I mean? No. And that and like it's not that I didn't love him. I do love him. Obviously, I do. But the thing is, it didn't change anything for me or him. It well, well, it does legally change things, by the way. If anybody, well, and I hope nothing ever happens. Too. Yeah, if nothing. Yeah. I hope nothing ever happens in your relationship. But it does put you in a much better position legally because you're married. So you can, you can't. And I understand that like, we have kids and I understand your point that you made earlier on about the the kids' side of the thing and the guardianship of kids if you're not married. 
And when we had our first 15 years ago, we were in getting a set of injections um, or a set of vaccinations. And I had to go out and do a, a sample. The doctor said to me, look, you go out, the daddy will hold the baby and that was fine. And I came back and my husband was sitting there in shock. And I was like, afterwards, I said, what was that face about? And he basically said, the doctor sat him down and said, by the way, because you're not married, you know you've no legal entitlement to this child and gave him the rundown on it. And we were like, mm. all right, we only went in for vaccinations. And I get, look, that conversation has to be had and that's fine. And I, I, you know, I find that, by the way, Dave told me that. I didn't know that till the other night. And Dave told me that the other night because he had got married just before his wife died. Uh, she died of yeah. cancer. So they purposely got married. They wanted to get married anyway because yeah. he loved her. But they got married just before she died. But he was telling me if he hadn't have married her, he would have had to apply for guardianship of his own children. Yeah. which is And I, he would have been dragged through the course in a really horrendous... Bizarre. Situation. It's bizarre, isn't yeah. it? Even though they're his children. Yeah, even though he's on the birthdays. And I get that. And I... And I know you have to do things the right way for the safety of your family or whatever, but I just feel nowadays, even down to applying for social welfare things, like having to give all your details, husband and wife, and then you're married. Like, I remember going into change with my driver's license. Yeah, it was my driver's license, and I hadn't got my marriage certificate with me. And she was like, you have to come back with that. And I was like, oh, I should have just left in the maiden name, and it just made that a little bit more difficult. But... At the same stage, I just feel, like still to say, six years later, I still use Ryan with most things, which is my maiden name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like in work now, I did change it up to Mascara. I know, it's, ha- it's, hard, it's hard to just abandon it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I would find it, well, look, it would be different for me because obviously I'm working on radio and my name is known. So yeah. it would be different for yeah. me because I always remember when... What was it? Cheryl Cole changed her name to Cheryl, whatever it was. What did she change it to? Cheryl something or other? I can't remember where she changed her name to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always remember, like, we're going for a celebrity to change her name. You know, it's a bit more awkward because it's a brand at yeah. that stage. It's it's their it's their brand. But I I still think, yeah, losing your name it can be difficult. You know, I found I have to be honest about my life. Found it very difficult to actually comprehend. I very much found it very difficult, and there's some days. If I'm making orders, like if I'm doing anything online and if I have to do a click and collect, I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's my marriage name or my maiden name or whatever. And that's the funny side. And why don't you just change it back? Why don't you change it back legally by deed poll? Why don't you just change it? Because you can if you want to. Yeah. And I haven't gone that far. Or I just sometimes. Do I you think your husband would be disappointed now if you changed it back? Um, well, he sort of said he would because we had a little discussion there a while ago about it. And he did question why I was still using my maiden name. And I just said to him, I was like, I found it very hard to let go of. It was yeah. really like a grief and it was like an end of an era. And at the end of the day, it was the way I was born into the world with and I'd like to go out with it and other things like that too. But even down to like an Irish wedding, we were at a wedding there a couple of weeks ago. It was only supposed to be a very small wedding, 40 people and it turned into a wedding of, four, of 200. And you're like, yeah. why do people do this to themselves? I know. I, I I was at a wedding there going back a good few years ago and it was a two-day event with like a barbecue the next day and all this kind of carry on. It must have cost 50 grand. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, 50 grand. And I always think when young people are getting married in particular, I think it's bizarre. Like 50 grand, that's a deposit for a house. Do you know? I mean, why? Oh, yeah. Why? You would, you don't, I mean, it, as I said earlier on somebody, it costs 350 quid to get married. That's all it costs. I did our wedding on a shoestring, and I'll be honest about Niles, because I couldn't justify at the time I was working as a wedding coordinator in a hotel, and I seen the stupidity, what I can only call stupidity. Oh, it is, because because all the companies involved, 
from the printing, from the flowers to the cars, they get dug into people. They don't care what they charge because they know that couples have an endless supply of money to give away and they overcharge for everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Like when I was training, some of the tricks that were taught to me, I was like, holy heart. But I was just like, do you know what? I did my wedding on a shoestring. It was still lovely. We still had all the, the important elements. We still had my, my family there. My when you say the tricks, Roisin, I want to know the tricks. What were the tricks? <laughs> <laughs> what were the tricks? I won't give them away on air, though. I'll text you. <laughs> was there, well, well, tricks to make people a bit more gullible give the, so they give you a bigger tip, was it? Oh, yeah. Like, even there was one place I walked in and they nearly had the car on camera to see what they were driving up in and how they were dressed and they wouldn't, they never put a price on a, a catalogue at all, like, or a brochure. And then they priced them from there. So they, they price it based on what they think they could afford. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. Um, but like, no, we did our shoot, like our wedding was a budget wedding, but it was a lovely evening. We had a great day. Great day. I, you know what? I think before. a small wedding sometimes, you know, an intimate small wedding can be much more wonderful than like 200 people you know, most of whom you don't even know, um, yeah. and partners of people but you don't see, even I know. I didn't do that. We yeah. had forty-three at our wedding, and yeah. it was only friends and family. Yeah. Um, we didn't have work colleagues or anything like that. We just literally had the people who meant the most to us there. But at the same stage, now looking back on it, what I spent, I would have rather have, in hindsight, now gone away and got married and came back and said, "Look, we had a holiday." By the way, while we were out there, we got married. Yeah. And gave our kids a. a a lovely holiday and something special to remember where I was the Irish princess who wanted the big day with the white dress, the whole lot and daddy walking down the aisle. And that was one of my important requests I had that my dad was there and that he walked me down the aisle because I'm his eldest and me and him are very close. But looking back now, I'd have been happy just to walk into a registry office, get married, go away on holidays, come back, mm. done. Can I say to people, don't go into registry office because a registry office in itself is quite clinical, right? If you're going to do it, what you can do is you can go to a registry office first, do the signing of the paper. It looks like it's like they're usually health clinics, by the way, most of them. Um, do the signing of the paper and then book yourself a nice hotel, you know, and a few friends and then do it again with, you know, a solemnizer or whatever it happens to be because yeah. it's just nicer. Doing it just the two years in some registry office with Elvis as a witness is not a thing yeah. to do. But stay there, so stay there for a second because I've got about three minutes here. David, hi, how are you? Hello. Hello, David. Hi, Niall. Yeah, no, I was just going to, when you, when, you, when you first mentioned the thing about marriage, it kind of boiled me up and I was thinking, oh God, marriage is so um, unattainable for someone in my position, you know? Why? The money? Well. Oh. Oh, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll get both of you back there. Hang on, just give me two seconds. David, Hi. Hi, no, you hear me? I can hear you now. Sorry, I got I cut you off by accident just before the break. There, I do apologize. I was wondering. I was talking to myself for a while. <laughs> there, no. So you were saying marriage is kind of unaffordable. I think, from my perspective and uh, scenario in life, yes. And um, I suppose you, you kind of touched on a couple of the, the topics I had, um, but I just think you know. There's priorities when you're in your mid-30s, you know, it's either you get a house which is unaffordable or you get married which is unaffordable. So which comes, which is the lesser of the two evils? So I think, you know, getting the house is the priority. And as you said, you know, you can have a a, a cheaper wedding, I'm sure. But, yeah, you, know, I don't, you can't I have a cheaper house. No, not really. I mean, no, the, the cheapest you're going to get in Dublin is yeah. 350 grand. So you can't really have a cheaper house. 
It's crazy, I know. Yeah, but I think, um, you know, traditionally, you know, people do expect to be invited to your wedding and it will end up being a couple of hundred. But I've seen people, you know, spend 20, 30, 40 grand on weddings and I just think it's madness. I just think... Oh, it's, it's you know, I think not? it's incredible madness for, for one day, for one single yeah. day. Now, I know it's a very special day and I think I'm not going to be sexist by saying this, particularly for women, it's a day that they planned from the day they're born, you know what I mean? And I get that. I understand all of that. But still, it just seems an awful lot of money to drop for one day, doesn't it? I know, but as you said, they're not, they're not going to want Elvis standing in front of them. They want <laughs> some sort of a, <laughs> a celebration, you know? But, 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 um, but then here's the thing. His marriage, well, the idea of marriage become too materialistic that whole day. Yeah, I think so. I think I, I often, like, I've been to, obviously, I'm at that age where everybody's getting married, the friends and stuff, but I just seen, I just thought to myself, but look at, why why do that and just spend that 30, 40 grand and live in luxury, spend it on your house or spend it on your living circumstances and, you know. Buy a new, you could buy a car, a brand new car. And enjoy that for years to come, rather than, as you said, one one day. That's where I, you could, well, I suppose you could enjoy yeah. your wife for years to come too, you know. But, but in saying that, you know, for a lot of people, you know, the big wedding is not what they want. Some people want the smaller, intimate wedding. But here's the thing, David. Have you got a woman to marry in the first place? I do, I do. But uh. living circumstances have driven us apart at the minute in terms of um, affordability in Dublin, you know? That's that's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, that's really difficult. But as I said, marriage is just so... How long are you together? How long are you together? It's just over a year. So we're not, you know, yeah, not yeah. decades in or anything, but we're, but but uh, I just think the way I'm sitting now, it's it's not even come to mind because it's like, hold on a minute, we got to get a house and we got to get something that's affordable and we got to get something that's livable and something that's going to make us happy and. And is re- renting is not even an option for you at the moment, no, because you're trying to save obviously for a house too at the same time. You have saved for a house and, you're, and and all your savings are gone as soon as you put it in deposits. So how are you going to afford to wed- you wedding? You know that's. Yeah, that's where we're that's where we're kind of at as people at this age. And you said less less people are getting married nowadays. I think that's one of the very main reasons, you know, along with um, times of change. Are you gonna Are you gonna rent somewhere and live together for a while before you buy a house and get married? That's the plan. That's the yeah, plan. but that that's yeah, that's yeah. probably the right yeah. way to do it because they always say you should live with somebody before you get married to them. Need to know their habits and ethics. yeah, yeah. You want to, well, that's what my mother used to say. If you want to know me, come live with me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because you may, I mean, you may or may not be compatible. Like, it's easy to date somebody for a year. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure she's lovely and I'm sure she loves you and you love her. But it's easy to date somebody for a year and think they're wonderful. You know, because that's, you know, you're in that kind of period of time in the first year where you're, you know, having a ball together and you're enjoying life together and you don't really have any commitments together. And, you know, but once you start yeah, little... living together and then you realize that she, belches or she farts or she oh. <laughs> and she realizes you belch and fart you know what I mean so you know or, or, or you do things that annoy her and she does things that annoy you you know and you have to get used to those things another, another downside I suppose from what I've seen from, from, from you know close friends uh, two um, friends in fact have went through divorces and I've just seen how horrible that was for oh them. it is horrible you know, just, I've been through a divorce David it is a horrible horrible thing for everybody concerned. Yeah, so that's kind of another thing kind of scaring off. So I just feel like the odds are against... No, well, I don't well, don't of, think like yeah. that. That's kind of negative thinking. You should never go into a marriage thinking divorce is a horrible thing and I hope we never have to get divorced because if you start thinking like that, you probably shouldn't be getting married in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Everybody should walk down the aisle never thinking they're going to get divorced. I don't, I think, but I think every person in history has walked down the aisle thinking that, but 
yeah. unfortunately some people have, you know. Yeah, well, no, I know people who've walked yeah. down the aisle knowing they shouldn't have got married. I know lads, you know, that on the day of their wedding, I know a lad who didn't turn up for his wedding, actually. Oh, God. Yeah, um, he he jilted his wife-to-be. Um, the wedding presents, everybody waiting in the hotel or, you know, people in the hotel, people at the church. And his father was bringing him to the wedding. He had a nice car, a Mercedes. Anyways, they didn't hire a car. And his father was bringing him to the wedding and he was around the corner from the church and he just said to his father, keep driving. And oh God. the father kept driving. He said, what's wrong? And he says, I just don't want to get married. I don't think she's the right one. Because what happens is sometimes with people, you know, when they're young, and they're going out together. There's this kind of thing where, you know, I'm going with somebody. The next step is I should get engaged. Oh, yeah, we get engaged. The next step is, you know, we should get married. The next step is we should have a baby. And it's just kind of this kind of cycle that you feel you should do. Pressured, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can, by yeah. society, it's a societal pressure. You know, that you're yeah, with somebody exactly, a certain yeah. amount of time, so you really should marry them. And that's not the reason to marry somebody, that you're with them a certain amount of time. You get married because you want to marry somebody. You know? Yeah, but also like I've been in relationships before where where the other person is really hell bent on marriage, and and then like maybe that person was the same bent. Maybe his partner was really hell bent on marriage. And marriage, maybe he just kind of went with the flow of it. And That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people have been in that situation, and then they're only together five years and they hate each other. You know, so like that can happen, and people kind of get dragged along for the ride, so to speak. And you know, that's not the right reasons to get married. So not everybody walks up the aisle. I think thinking they're going to be together forever. You know, I think yeah, a lot of people. Re- right. I think a lot of people walking up that aisle go, "What are thinking? What the hell am I doing? You know, <laughs> am I really doing the right thing?" Yeah, but, but I, but I always remember that wedding I was telling you about. The, there was murder. Like his aunts and or her aunts and uncles wanted to kill him. All the presents had to be given back to people who gave them presents. Well, they felt they had to give them back anyway. And um, honeymoon was cancelled. Deposit was lost on the hotel. It was a just disaster, yeah. oh disaster! Does it never? Uh, my advice to everybody is never leave it that late. <laughs> yeah, well, he picked a good time, didn't he? I'm sure he was building up anxiety about it, but I, I don't understand how the last minute he could just go right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to cost him the same amount of money. Any, I suppose he probably started thinking, you know, that, that if it went down the divorce route. But um, I'm not trying to put you off marriage, like David. By the way, I'm certainly not trying to put you off. But it hasn't helped. <laughs> No, no, I'm, look, I'm going to be honest, I've said from the start of the show, I'm a great believer in marriage. I think marriage is a wonderful institution. I think it should be protected. I'm so sad to see it's declining. And I'm so sad to see that people like yourself um, are waiting longer to get married. Because people in my day, when I say my day, when I was in my 20s, people got married at 22 and 23 years of age. In my mother and father's day, they got married at 17. Now the average age for getting married, surprisingly, is 35 for men and 37 for women. So that, what do you think the biggest factor is? What? What do you think the biggest factor is in that? That factor. Of um, I, I, I think a lot of it is for, for financial reasons. I think, and I think women nowadays obviously have careers. Um, so I think things get yeah. put on hold. Having children gets put on hold. Getting married gets put on hold. Getting a house together gets put on hold. I think it's just a societal thing. Now we've I just changed. People have become a little bit more indecisive and you mm. know back then it was just get get married and get hitched and settled and that's it get the kids people nowadays are more more um disposable especially you know with, with the likes of uh, the dating apps and stuff like that it's completely changed yeah you know, there's so much more choice and they can move around and people are moving around a bit more than they were back then as well you know see we were when we were young i i, I sound like some old fogey talking to you now 
we didn't have obviously dating apps. We didn't have mobile phones. And very few people even had a landline. So you were more serious about a person because you had to go to a lot of effort to meet them. So if you met somebody in a nightclub or whatever it happened, a bar or whatever it was, you thought they were really nice and you shifted them, as we used to say years ago, yeah. um, and you wanted to see them again, like you couldn't say, here, send me a text or I'll, I'll look you up on social media or whatever it is. You had to hope they were there the following week because failing that, it was either that or give them your neighbor's phone number because your neighbor might have had a landline if you wanted to try and ring them or something like that or go to a local phone box to ring them. So it was... There was a lot of commitment in involved end, yeah. Yeah, in, in keeping a relationship together. Whereas nowadays, as you rightly said, relationships are hookups. They're disposable. It's one night stands. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I've been through the, the, the social uh, or the online dating kind of thing, circle, and, it's, it's, and every friend that I have has been on it. And everybody has the same statement. You know, nobody writes back. Everyone just moves on, moves on, and moves. Nobody's. It's very difficult, and everyone. You just feel so disposable. So maybe that's yeah. a factor. Yeah, you you meet a girl, you go yeah. for dinner, you go back to her house, have a quick pam bam, thank you, ma'am. You go home, you're hoping she'll send you a message, and she doesn't because she didn't like the way your hair was. So she goes and finds another one because you're just disposable. You're just on a list of people that there's she no, can meet. There's no way you can judge someone on one night. You know, you don't know their life, you don't know their story. You can't. You can't. Yeah. If, People are so disposable, but you can't. If you give someone a second or third day, you might get to know them more. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more, and that's why I think it was better in my day because there had to be a commitment to meet people over and over again. You know what I mean? And you met them over and over again before you went steady, as they used to say in those days. Are we, are we going steady? So you, you'd already been with them at least for five or six dates in a bar or a nightclub or whatever it was before you decided you were a thing, an item. So it was a different yeah. time. Real people, real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.